0: I know you guys are excited. I see a lot of uh, happy faces. This next group is going to be a lot of fun. Again, a live show. Let's uh, let's welcome up Ariel. Why don't you go ahead and do the, the intro?
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's is Ariel. I worked with Ever and the Outlier team to put on this festival. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, I want to introduce Sabrina Diana, roga and Corinne Vienne. And um, they are Two Girls, One Ghost. And the reason I wanted to bring them to this festival is because they have an incredible following and a lot of you are their their fans and their followers. They have an incredible um, Facebook group and they have a lot of followers on Instagram. And I wanted to talk about that because if you are interested in growing your social media following, they're a great group of ladies to talk to. Um, So without further ado, Two two Girls, One Ghost. (laughs) Very
0: spooky. Hello? Hi. Can you hear us? I, 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 yeah, it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh man, life. hi. We are two girls, one ghost. Hi guys.
2: <laughs> I already messed up by... Okay. Oh, Sabrina and I uh, are bi-coastal hosts. I am in Boston and she's here in LA. Yes. So we actually
0: never record together. So this is super weird actually yeah. being able to see each other. It's weird seeing Corinne fully clothed, first of all, because I she get usually nervous. records like in a towel or a robe. Well, I get sweaty when I think about <laughs> ghosts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Looking at everyone. This is really intimidating. I don't like this. <laughs> uh, so a little bit about us. If you don't already know, we are a podcast where we talk about ghost stories and the paranormal. We have had our fair share of paranormal experiences. Yes. Corinne, I imagine grew up in a house where they had a witch's brew always on the stove. Uh, my mom, is giving I don't faces know. Is like, it? <laughs> maybe I'll have to go over and find out. And then I had my dad, maybe is possessed. I don't know. Mom, what do you think? Yeah. She would. (laughs) She gave the nod. It's a go. Um, Yeah. So we're really excited to do our first show. I
2: know. Um, Our name, Two Girls, One Ghost, was Mm -hmm. Sabrina uh, being funny
0: and thinking that it was a hilarious name.
2: It was a joke. So, but I was like, "Uh, yes, because when people Google the other thing, they might find us. Yes. So if you get it, great. If you don't, Don't look it up. It's disgusting. We We, are
0: disgusting. Yeah. We're just, we're immature is what we are. Yeah. Um, You'll find that out soon. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, you know what? It's a great name and Mm -hmm. we measure success based on if we come up like as the second choice after two girls, one other thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. So Uh, we're a podcast
2: about ghost stories. Uh, typically how our episodes go. And when I say typically, I mean always. We've never changed. (laughs) We each pick, a, well, we pick a theme, and then we each research one topic, and then we tell each other the ghost story, and that's pretty much
0: it. And that's what we're going to do today for you guys. Yes. So, who goes <laughs> first? Do <laughs> we you want to do rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Sure. Okay. Wait, whoever who, Which wins? one is the better one? Whoever wins goes first. Oh, God. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, I go first. So you go first. Oh, (laughs) damn it! Okay. (laughs) Whoever thought winning would suck. Um, kidding. I'm excited to do this. Wait, should you go last though? Why? Because yours is scarier. Yours is scary. Well, I don't know yours. Okay, then you go first. Okay. Okay, guys. So our topic this week we decided to do haunted objects. No, paintings. 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 Started out with objects, (laughs) and then it moved into paintings. Yes. So I chose the Curse of the Crying Boy. And I'm going to tell you the story. Wait, has anyone heard of it first? I'll show you a picture Ooh, in this a second. This is a good one then. But I'm going to paint the picture for you. Uh, so, it's the middle of the night. It was the summer of 1985 in Rotherham, South Yorkshire. And Mary and Ron Hall had just gone to bed. They were fast asleep, dreaming, I don't know, about trigger plum fairies. I don't know. <laughs> and they all of a sudden woke up to the sounds of flames... Flickering their house was on fire. And they got out of the house unscathed, but the house, unfortunately, was completely damaged, destroyed, um, basically burnt to ash. And the next day, with firefighters, they went into the home to see if there was anything salvageable, anything that they could keep right for themselves. And unfortunately, there was nothing except for on the wall of their living room was a painting. And it was completely unharmed by the flames. And it was hanging, it was this little boy with a tear coming down his face, the crying boy. Why it was not touched by the fire? I don't know. But it was staring at them and they started to think that maybe the painting was cursed and maybe it caused the fire. So I brought props. This is the painting, the crying boy. Isn't he cute? I
2: just love how you didn't even cut it out. It has the printer,
0: like all <laughs> the, the time marks, and date, the name. Yeah, she printed this out like five days ago. <laughs> Yesterday, my co-workers. Well, I, I don't have access to the color printer at work. I don't know. So Ann does it for me. Um, <laughs> okay, cute, right? Except for no. Um, so the crying boy, this painting. It was made by Bruno Amadio, who's a famous painter, or he also went by Giovanni Bragolin. He also had a million other names. I don't know why. Um, and uh, notes. Hold on. God, I'm nervous. We've never done this. <laughs> okay. So this painting was actually one in a series of 65. If you want to see it again, you might all get haunted with me. Yay! Which when, also,
2: just to pause, that's one of the things about listening to our podcast. Yeah. We didn't intend to spread our ghost to anyone, Whoops. but like some other things in the world, our ghost takes over all of our listeners
0: and all a lot of, of people. Them. We, we are the most haunted podcast in, in America. America. That's our claim to fame. Welcome. Uh,
2: now Maybe you're all a Good haunted. one,
0: but... <laughs> 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 Woo, we're all haunted together. Yay. Okay, so... Braggolin, Giovanni Bragolin painted these series of paintings, and they're not all of this one boy. There's a, a whole series of them of all different boys. They all have a tear down their face. They're all crying. But it was supposed to signify, after World War II, the plight of orphaned children who had lost their family. So it's sad, a tragic painting. And it became so popular that an estimated 50,000 prints had been sold in British department stores and all around the world, which meant so many people had this haunted painting hanging in their home. Yay! And this brings us to the curse. So on September 4th, 1985, briefly after Mary and Ron Hall experienced this fire, they reached out to The Sun, which is a British tabloid magazine, and they ran the story with the headline, Blazing Curse of the Crying Boy. And the article detailed the story of Ron and Mary Hall. And they said that Mary and Ron Hall believed the painting was cursed, and they reached out to The Sun to find out if anyone else had, or they just wanted to share their story with the world. Turns out... They're not the only ones, because the day that The Sun published this article, they got countless numbers of phone calls, messages from other readers who Wait, had similarly... I did similarly not know this. Like, mm-hmm. I knew this story. I know no one else did. You guys need to be better <laughs> Maybe about you did. looking at know stories. But I didn't know. I thought that there was one specific painting. No. There were 50,000 or more. We don't oh. know. My but God. so The Sun is getting all of these calls, and just people saying that they also had experienced the curse of the crying boy. And so on September 5th the sun runs a follow-up report of horrified readers claiming to also be victims of the curse of the crying boy. So there were stories of other fires or just people having a foreboding uh, the saying that the painting gave them a sinister foreboding like something bad was going to happen. And so there's a few stories. So Dora Mann from Surrey claimed her house was gutted just 6 months after purchasing a print of the painting and she says in her house Every other painting she owned was destroyed with the fire, except for The Crying Boy. And then Sandra Cask of Kilburn, North Yorkshire, said that she, her sister-in-law, and friend all had copies of the painting, and all had fires in their homes. Do you think your printout counts as a copy? I was terrified. So I printed it, and then I left it in my car purposely, because I was like, I don't want my apartment burning down tonight. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll leave, I won't I will leave this here, don't worry. Unless someone wants to take it home with them, I don't know. Whatever you're into, I'm not gonna judge. Whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. We're into weird things too. Ghosts, for example. Um, another family from Nottingham blamed the print for a fire which left them homeless. And then a man, Brian Parks, and his family also had a massive fire in his home. And it was so bad that his wife and three children had to go to the hospital for smoke inhalation treatments. And so he left his family at the hospital and was like, I need to destroy this painting. So he destroys it. I don't know how. That's not what you're
2: supposed to do. Right. If anyone has ever heard our podcast, don't whenever burn. we talk about Ouija boards or any sort of M- medium that's used to contact spirits, you're not supposed to bur- burn it because it's a yeah. Portal. You're supposed to find it like a new home or give it somewhere
0: nice to be. Someone or will drive it. it
2: 30 miles into the woods and say goodbye this is your new home and you leave it there blindfolded and then some other creep comes along and says this is a fun toy
0: and then it starts again or uh, like Brian who destroyed it it will show up back in your home the next day so Brian went to the hospital with his family and they all leave the hospital and go home and on their blackened ball which had been burnt by the fire the painting was hanging again
2: Yeah. This is like the point where normally I start taking off layers. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't, so I'm just going to sweat through. So if you smell me later, I'm sorry.
0: <sighs> sorry. Go on. Uh some sage. Okay. Another woman wrote that since she brought the painting home in 1959, that this is really sad. Her three sons and husband had all died. And she often wondered if it was her that was cursed. And then she read this article in The Sun and she was like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's not me. Maybe it's this painting, which... Did they die in fires or just... It wasn't specified, but Mm -hmm. they all died. Okay. Uh, And then people who had not yet dealt with the curse decided to get rid of it. They were panicking, freaking out. They were afraid that it was going to affect them. Um, And there were firefighters who worked the fires to put them out. They all said it was unexplicable how this painting survived. It just didn't make sense to them, especially because all of the fires had like rational explanations. A lot of them were... And you would think that it would melt, too. I mean... Or also the frames. The oils and, yeah. And the frames around it wouldn't be touched either. Yeah. So it's just very confusing. I don't get it. Well, it's it's paranormal. Yeah, paranormal. That's why we're talking about it. It's confusing. So the Rotherham Fire Station actually reported over 50 crying boy fires since 1973. And this is now 1985, so a little bit more than 10 years. But that's a lot in just one area. Yeah. And... Soon it was lear- learned that the curse didn't only apply to this one version of the crying boy, but many other versions of the crying boy. So if you had anything looking like this cute little guy hanging in your house, you might have a fire. So a printout from your work? Yes, exactly. Well, Warner Brothers What's Studios, he? watch out. You guys printed it. <laughs> we go to work, our printer exploded. <laughs> oh, well. Um And so then there were also like we talk about a lot, there are skeptics. There are people who don't believe in curses and like like to mock ghosts and spirits. And we all know that is a terrible, 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 terrible idea.
2: Those people usually turn into believers because something spirits usually happens. Like to, yeah, at least from the stories and the experiences yeah. we've had, if it's something a little more um, dark, maybe a little more evil, Demonic. it's like, oh, you
0: don't believe in me? Watch out. And then, yeah. that's and then a good they'll way see to you get in your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. They'll stand at the end of your bed at night. Sleep tight. Uh, Pass this message along to five people, or else tonight there will be someone standing (laughs) at the edge of your (laughs) bed. Seven days. Uh, So, yeah, so a lot of people didn't believe in the curse, and one of these men was actually a fireman who worked the fires. So you would think that one person would actually believe it the most, but he didn't. So he brought one of the paintings that a woman who had, like, on the street found him, and he was like, I don't want this anymore, so she gave it to him, and he took it back to the fire station and hung it up. And that next night... Their, st- their stove in their kitchen overheated, and all of their dinners were burnt. So it didn't burn down, but there was... It was a warning. A warning, yes. Don't mess with the crying boy. So then the sun decided, okay, this is like a real thing. Let's get rid of all of these paintings. So they put out another article, and it was like, are you afraid? Enough is enough. Like, let's get rid of these crying boy paintings. So then everyone just sent all of their paintings to the sun and they had, I think... 2,500 copies oh that are over... God. Oh my Why I do they think that's a good idea? Their whole building was going to burn down. No, it didn't. Uh, but they had like stacks 12 feet high and then they, on Halloween, very fitting, had a bonfire and burnt all of these photos in a massive bonfire. And apparently they all burnt in this bonfire but then they all showed up at their houses. No, I'm kidding. That didn't happen. But... They claim that the curse was over and they exercised the demon within the crying boy for good. But I doubt it because more fires have happened since then. And there are all these people who are trying to explain, like, what happened? Why were these crying boys haunting people? And there's a man named Steve Punt who had a BBC radio show and he investigated the case and actually tried to put a fire, like, burn one of these paintings. And he said that all of the paintings were covered in a fire retardant. And, like, that was why they weren't burning. But then why wouldn't the frame burn? And Yeah, I have questions. It, I, yeah. I don't understand fire, but I think that's that's not true. Um, and so he actually, he recorded, he filmed one of the tests that he did where he was burning one of the paintings. And it did actually burn a hole through the corner. So, again, his theory is not great because it did burn a hole. But the fire wouldn't grow. It would burn a hole through the corner of the painting. Let's see if I can show you So, like, right here, and then the fire put itself out as it tried to, like, grow. It just put itself out. So it seems like maybe the crying boy will just stop all fires around him, and there's actually a woman who was the wife of a firefighter, and she theorized that the tears of the crying boy put out all the fires. Oh, yeah. That's creepy. But the scarier theories are that the boy within the photo is actually a... a, Subject of the painter that was treated poorly, and he kind of cursed the artist by putting his soul into all these paintings. And then it almost seems like the reverse,
2: though. It's like if you hate the painter, why do you want to preserve their work?
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Then the other story is, and this is about a boy named Don Bonilo. And the story goes that Giovanni Bragolin, who's the artist, moved to Spain shortly after World War II, and he met this orphaned boy, Don Bonilo. Who lost his parents to a fire during the war, and Don was mute, and he was just a sad orphan. And Giovanni took to him and was like, felt very attached to this young boy and wanted to bring him in. So they became very close. And a priest one day approached Giovanni and warned him that Don Benilo was the devil child, and that he was not a victim of the fires, but that he started all of the fires. Oh my gosh, it's like the omen. He's Damien. He's- Ew. God. <laughs> Connections. So uh, Giovanni ignored the priest and then adopted this young boy and took him home. And life was great. He created the crying boy, apparently, based on Don Benilo because he was the sad boy who had tragic experiences in the war. And then his career started taking off, all this stuff. And then one day, he returned home to find out that his home and studio were completely burnt to the ground. And so... Giovanni kicked Don Benillo out, orphaning him again, which is just sad. Yeah, extremely. Very sad. So Don was never heard or seen up from again until 1976 when he was found dead. Because just outside of Barcelona, a car smashed into a wall and exploded into flames. And the driver was killed and burnt so badly that he was unrecognizable. And the only way that they could identify him was based on a driver's license in the... Um, dashboard part of your car console that thing and it said don benilo so it's believed that don died in this fire and then attached himself to the paintings Mm. and prevents him from catching on fire which is a more believable story regardless of the reason oh actually there's one more thing people believe that giovanni made a pact with the devil in order to become more successful Maybe I just want to take
2: a moment to uh, bring up again something a sore subject for me. Illuminati reached out to Sabrina the other day <laughs> and they asked did. if just Sabrina wanted to join. They spelled my name wrong though, so it, they spelled it Sabrina. Sabrina, yeah. But I'm still slightly bitter. <laughs> so I'm going to start my own cult.
0: If you'd like to join, <laughs> I'm handing join out us. flyers
2: after this.
0: <laughs> What's it called? Illuminato. <laughs> Great. I'm in. Can I be your first yeah, member? Of course. Great. Awesome. So, regardless of what happened, whatever the curse was, whatever the reason is, it's believed this curse may or may not still exist, and um, maybe you just don't hang it up to be safe. But then, Corinne, you might be like, "Oh my god!" But Sabrina, it's so cute, and I love it. Can nope. I don't <laughs> okay, think well, that. Okay, but like maybe someone else thinks it's really cute and wants to hang it up. And Who like, thinks a crying four-year-old is cute? Like. You're Over messed up if you're like,
2: oh, this is precious. Like, no, sad boy.
0: I don't know. Unless you're a sad person and you like looking at sad I things. Guess. Sure. Um sure. Well, if you do want to hang it in your home, you can because there are ways to avoid the curse. The first one is that the crying boy simply wants company. And this is why I printed two of them. <laughs> you're so thoughtful. <laughs> but it's believed that if you put the crying boy up and then hang the crying girl next to it, it won't...
2: Wait, there's
0: a crying girl. There is there is a crying girl. A match, a match made in heaven, beautiful or hell, I don't know. Um, Then the other option is, I mean, and this is pretty straightforward. If you're going to bring something in your home that might have a spirit attached to it, treat it nicely. Kindness goes a long way. Sure, yeah, treat it with respect. Exactly. Maybe don't burn it or don't yell at it. I don't know. Just sell it in your yard sale. Oh yeah, and then it's someone else's problem. Yes, definitely get away, get rid of it. But if you want to keep it in your house, just keep treat it nicely because a happy home is a happy crying boy, and that's the crying boy.
2: Yay! That was good.
0: Yay. I
2: did it. <laughs> you got through it. <laughs> you hardly looked at your notes too. I'm not going to be that way. I'm pretty much going to be fully dependent on my papers. Hide a little bit. Yeah, I tried to yeah. read it last night, but then I got very scared.
0: I made eye contact with someone over there, and then I. <sighs> <laughs> Almost turned into a ghost on stage.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, too. It's like, we've never done this. It's like, do we look at you? Do we look at each each other? other? You didn't look at me, so I guess maybe I won't look at you. I tried. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's mine. My mom printed it and stapled it for me. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) She also brought me these shoes because I was wearing sandals before, and I got self-conscious of my feet because she once told me. That, I mean, like, is this every mother's fear that their child will somehow find themselves in front of a microphone and be like my mom once
0: said usually it's the opposite usually it's like moms embarrassing their children like no. oh that one time Sabrina pooped her pants like that happens that, mm, recently <laughs> we oh, won't talk was, about it
2: <laughs> she said never to talk about it but <laughs> what? it happens. it just know. came out <laughs> anyway <laughs> Yes. All right. Your mom is
0: ashamed of you right now. I see her laughing. <laughs> She'll tell this story on her live podcast about dating.
2: Yeah. Her and I together are going to create a podcast together about dating, dating online and your online experiences. Yeah. I feel that my failure of dating is solely due to what I say, like earlier <laughs> in the bathroom. And I um, read Sabrina an entire rap song that I wrote about one of my it was hinge really matches good. and then sent it to him. Which probably is not <laughs> the way to attract a suitor, but I just really was inspired. And so. if they don't
0: like you for you, then for them. GTFO. Yes. Whatever.
2: He's on my list of people to haunt now. So
0: great. Long list. Okay. Very long list. Chris is gonna be a ghost for a very long time. To be like three thousand <laughs> eight hundred and ten. Yeah. She's like the We've, oldest ghost in history. We both
2: picked. People to haunt and we've also picked places that we would like to haunt. Mm-hmm. Sabrina's is just solely based on cats. felines and cats. Yes, <laughs> She's very obsessed. Yours um, is like pigs. You're obsessed with pigs. I really want to go to Pig Island. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> okay.
0: Right. What to do you the choose? ghost
2: stories. I chose the Anguished Man which was a painting that I've never heard of before. Ooh. Has anyone else heard of the Anguished Man? Is it the one with like the like. Yes. I, I didn't print it. it out because I'm not as prepared as Sabrina. Look it up on your phone. So that's why we have social media. Make
0: the face. Make the face for people. <laughs> I think that's Without it. Without the hands, it's more like. Oh, okay. It's like that. Sorry.
2: It's really, really scary to look at. And like basically everything about it is equally freaky. So we're just going to keep layering and layering disgustingness onto this painting, which I don't know why anyone would even paint to begin with or hang in their apartment room, whatever. I say apartment and room because I'm not an adult yet, so I don't houses. own my own property. In my dorm room, no, just kidding. <laughs> okay. dorm. My, it's basically a dorm room. I just moved and I can't even open my door fully. I have to. I'm trying to lose weight so I can get into my room more easily
0: because <laughs> I have to go to the side and shuffle in. But um, you have said it's great for intruders because they have they a, won't. They'll I'll just trouble. be sitting on my bed like surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, it's,
2: it's hard for them, great for me. Yes. Anyway, so this painting is called... This is a podcast about me. Shh, Sabrina, I'll just keep talking. <laughs> uh, the painting is called The Anguished Man, and this man, Sean Robinson, his grandmother was from northern England, and she owned this painting. She Why are there
0: haunting paintings in England? Because the... All of the oldest people in
2: the Renaissance and history. I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay attention in school. We're missing our friend Caitlin. She's the history buff. Yeah, as soon she as usually we say like something yells something wrong, us. She messages us and is like, this How is, do you not know stupid. that? You're stupid. That's usually how <laughs> That's it, she it starts out, those text messages. Okay, anyway. So Sean Robinson, his grandmother in Northern England, owned this painting for about like 20 some years. But she never kept it up in her like, on display while he was alive, she always kept it in her attic. And she told okay. him that when it was on display, she would hear noises, she would hear bangs, she would hear just, like, screaming, sounding like it was coming from inside the house, and that she would also see a dark figure, the figure of a man. So she oh. was like, fuck this painting. And she put it in storage. And she also told Sean that she heard, and I know like, that's true, but the artist that drew or painted the painting... Was having some issues with maybe his mental health or sanity, and he decided to mix his own blood in with the oil used on the painting. And so he used his own blood as a medium for painting. (laughs) I see some. some (laughs) Yeah, so it's gross. It's a little strange.
0: It's a little strange. I mean, it's different. A lot of artists are eccentric. And you have to, like, find that thing that makes you sell. Like us. Right. Naming us two girls, one ghost after a disgusting thing. Yeah. For others, it's like using your own blood.
2: Yeah. So he, I guess, wrote people in by using his own blood to create this painting. So that is what he did. And unfortunately, this man completed suicide. So there were some yeah. issues in terms of his life and maybe his choices with the painting. But um that's what he did. And Sean's grandmother eventually passes away, and Sean inherits the Anguished Man painting. Dun, dun, dun dun, uh, dun, dun. For our listeners, whenever we post this, I have to say that his home was in Cumbria, which is a county in England. So for those people, <laughs> I hope I said it right. That's and okay. so Sean takes the painting after his grandmother passes away. And Sean has a family. Sean has a wife. Sean's wife is like, that is not going to hang in my house she this, was yeah, onto we something. have children, we have visitors. Who wants to see that? So they put it into the basement and that's all fine. But then a period of heavy rain comes through Cumb- Cumbria. Oh my gosh. Cucumba. <laughs> and sorry, that's not the way to say it. Um, so a period of heavy rain comes through and it basically floods Sean and his families basement and so they have to remove all their stuff from the basement obviously because that's what you do you don't want your stuff get ruined so they put it in sean's mother's home Mm. and everything dries out the basement's fine they start bringing everything back in and that's when they're like "Ah, what the heck why don't we put it on display like it's been in the basement for some time yeah so they put it by the way they have a three-story home lucky them (laughs) so they put it on their third story in one of their spare bedrooms and it's on display there And as soon as they do that, noises start happening. They got another roommate. Just, yes, another roommate. Not a roommate you want, but just like the grandmother said, they heard distant crying that sounded like it was coming from the house. They heard bangs, they heard scraping sounds that they described as a nail going against the fabric. That horrible sound. Should I do it?
0: disgusting. This is how it is on the podcast. You just make weird noises and you (laughs) listen. So... All of these noises start happening. But
2: Sean's, Sean was a skeptic. He didn't really believe his grandmother's stories about what had happened before. And he didn't really attribute what was happening to anything paranormal. He thought that perhaps it was a cat outside making the scraping noises. Maybe there was I a wish. I wish.
0: There was a woman, maybe a neighbor screaming or it's something. It's so funny, the like theories that we go the through in our heads to avoid thinking it's a ghost. Yes.
2: And we think that skeptics are actually the biggest believers. They are. Because they're scared. Hate is going hate. Yeah. All the skeptics are like, I why am I sitting here? Right <laughs> we're just
0: gonna bully you through this oh, whole yeah.
2: rest of our thirty minutes.
0: <laughs> you um, didn't know that we brought ghosts with us. They're like <laughs> sitting behind you right now. So <laughs> So You better believe.
2: Sean and his wife are like, perhaps we're just making it up in our minds because we already knew knew from your grandmother all of the things that had yeah. been going on in her house. So now that we have the painting on display, something in our subconscious is making us attribute all of these new noises. To a ghost So they're just like Let's ignore it But If you've ever Listened to our podcast before You will know That we always say Trust your pets You always trust your pets Yes They don't speak English Most of them don't But They can tell you If something is wrong If they won't go into a room There's like I don't know Three things Either an animal yeah. A ghost Or someone is hiding In your walls So yes, And going to kill you are the only those are my top three can you come up with others <laughs> those are my top three okay cool yeah we're we agree we're on the same page so their poor sweet little dog would oh. not when they first grabbed the painting would not go into the basement and they thought it was weird because sean and this dog had bonded and this dog followed sean everywhere was sean's shadow all of a sudden wouldn't go into the basement and they're like that's odd Then, after the heavy period of rain, when they eventually moved the painting up into the spare bedroom, the dog wouldn't go on the entire third (sighs) floor, which, isn't that a little suspicious? Yeah. Right? All of a sudden, all these noises, and the dog is acting bizarre, all when the painting is brought in, but they're like, we're still a skeptic, so they don't really believe it. So, anyway, the painting that was in the basement is now upstairs. The dog is wigging out, and... They're just like, well, I mean, the noises just must be something else. But then, of course, when you taunt the spirit, the spirit shows up even more. Oh, God. So that is when the man appeared. And the man, like the grandmother said, was a tall, dark figure. It was featureless, but you just got the vibe that it was a male presence. We have an episode on shadow people, and it sounds a lot like a shadow person or just something demonic. Something dark, yeah. Something very dark. So at first the figure was just kind of hanging out in the house, and people were catching glimpses of him here and there. I'm like looking around because I'm
0: <laughs> yeah, like I got like very overheated, and <laughs> you need to take your like clothes I, off now. Yeah, no, I need to take my clothes off. Earlier, I like the I was lights like, are gonna shut off or something. Like
2: we're all gonna be in pitch black. Earlier, I was lights. like Sabrina, I'm getting hot. I need to take my shirt off. And she goes, just take your jacket off. Don't take your shirt off first.
0: <laughs> Whatever. She's just used to do. De- I the jacket.
2: The rest is for you guys. <laughs> um. anyway so this dark figure comes and the activity starts to pick up and Sean feels he just suddenly gets the feeling as if he's being followed all the time he feels like you know that feeling when you're walking and you can just sense someone's on your heels maybe you have your headphones in but you didn't hear anything but all of a sudden you just know someone's walking up behind you
0: or just that feeling of like someone looking at you
2: yeah like you're being watched like in our spare bedroom mom (laughs) the bedroom we're afraid of anyway all my friends who visited are like, we stayed in that bedroom. <laughs> Jordan's <laughs> like, thanks. I didn't tell her it was haunted until after. Anyway, um, so they just he keeps feeling like someone's right on his heels. And then he also hears little whispers as if <gasps> someone's like right behind his ear, Hello? whispering into his ear. But it's unintelligible, Hi. kind of like a demon. There we go. Sabrina's voices once again. <laughs> Just like that.
0: Just like
2: this. <laughs> so John is like, okay, this is kind of messed up. And then it picks up even more. And he starts waking up in the middle of the night, and he sees the dark figure standing at the edge of his bed, oh. watching he and him, his wife sleeping. Oh, my God. He doesn't really want to say anything, though, because he doesn't want to freak out his family. <laughs> But then his poor wife goes to bed early one night, and he's downstairs, and she just gets into bed, and she's just, you know, eyes closed, still awake, and she feels a pressure on the other side of the bed, like someone's getting into bed with her. So she turns around, because she thinks it's Sean, and she is face to face with someone she's never seen before, a stranger. So she screams, and Sean runs up the stairs, tries to calm her, and they're like, holy shit, this is messed up. Yes. So finally yes. they're, they're starting to believe that finally. maybe they're not imagining it. So then Sean is like, okay, maybe maybe I should set up a camera. He goes online and he tells people about this painting of the Anguish Man, and people encourage him to do so, catch some activity on tape. So he sets up a camera in the spare bedroom and he he records for three consecutive days. After paranormal the, activity. Paranormal. It's literally paranormal activity. Me. The worst scene of paranormal activity one is when <laughs> she they do the recording of the tape and it's her just standing at the edge of the bed and it's sped up so she's like rocking, like rocking, rocking, rocking yeah. rocking. yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's terrifying. scary. I love it though. Okay, so the first night he checks the footage and he. When he goes to check the footage, he realizes that the door is closed. And he was like, I am certain I left the spare bedroom door open. So he's like, okay, I realize that for the next two days, I need to include the door frame in my filming. So he, after the first day, tilts the camera to include the open door to their spare bedroom. And after reviewing the three days of footage, they catch loud bangs in the middle of the night scraping sounds close to the camera and the door closes shut but like not Um, like a waft of wind where it's like aggressive it's just really slowly closing and so then he's like okay maybe we should put it back into the basement so they do (laughs) and then all the activity stops
0: Well, on the third floor, but maybe in the basement. On the third floor.
2: But it it was fine in the basement. Like, it just wanted to be put away. Yeah. Huh. And then I don't know what provoked him, but he decided to do it again. And he took it out of storage, and he started filming. Maybe he was possessed. Maybe he was. Maybe the spirit took over him. His wife felt her hair. (sighs) His wife felt her hair being stroked. And then Sean himself, I think, was messed up because he saw a bit of fog come into their upstairs and he walked through it. Who approaches it? Sean does. Sean walked through it. I'm telling you, he was possessed. Yeah. And he said he felt really nauseous and everything. But then he was like, okay, what, whatever. I'll just keep filming. I'll keep going through the fog. He films again and they catch the same thing. The scraping sounds, the bangs. This time they caught orbs. So it's all just really interesting. And Sean also begins to have a lot of anxiety. And we've talked about it before, that when dark presences come, they can affect people's mental states. Yeah, they feed on your energy. Yes. Yeah. And he started having a lot of anxiety, started having nightmares of the painting and of the dark demon man. And he felt as though, in his dreams, he felt as though someone was lifting him up and then slamming him really hard on the bed. Oh. Was it a dream? No. No, probably not.
0: (gasps) So anyway. Could you imagine like seeing your significant other just like lifting up in the air when you're sleeping? And then
2: I immediately looked over to your boyfriend like, (laughs) Nick,
0: (laughs) Nick, what if Sabrina does that? Have I done that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So the painting, for some reason, still remains upstairs, even though all of this stuff is happening. But then the painting eventually gets put away because Sean and his wife, their son, is walking down the stairs one day. And he's towards the bottom and then all of a sudden aggressively falls down the last few steps. And Sean rushes over and is like, are you okay? And his son is just like really weirded out, not really wanting to talk about it. And he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. But then he could tell, Sean could tell that his son was bothered by something. So he pushed him more later on in the day. And Sean's son finally said, I I didn't fall. I felt someone like shove me forward really hard. So they were like, that's it. Painting's in the basement. Forever. And then all the activity stopped. And that is the last that we know of the anguished man.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: Some people think that it's a demon, others think that maybe the artist was He's attached to attached. the painting. I
0: mean if he painted with his blood, that's kind of But that's yeah, that's the anguished man. Wow. <laughs> scary. Very scary. Very spooky.
2: Very spooky. Very spooky. Um, I think that's all the time we have.
0: Q and A. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe do we instead want to do of A, Q&A,
2: does anyone have a does ghost anyone have a ghost story? story
0: they want to share? Yeah, come on up. Do you want to come up here? Yeah. Yeah. So we do this in our podcast. Uh, at the end of every episode, we read listener emails, but we usually we have listeners refery, in front so. of us. So let's. Yeah. Here you can take my seat. I'll just stand behind you like a yearbook You'll be a ghost.
1: I don't. I don't have like a. Crazy. What's your name? Claudia. Hi, Claudia. I don't have like a crazy long story, but um, I actually tweeted you guys. Oh, this is
0: oh my gosh, peculiar. It's, like warm it up. it's
1: like kind of sweaty. It <laughs> it's nice. Sorry. It helps my back pain. It's it's good. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually tweeted you guys, and or maybe Instagram, something, whatever. Um, someone <laughs> responded. Maybe you responded. I don't know. Um, but my friend and I started a uh, podcast called Tubi's Pod, and cool. we're only like nine episodes in, but like um, a couple of episodes ago. I do all the oh, editing t- of I've, the audio. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh my God, there's something in our audio. It was so scary. Um, and I've, like, my husband and I listened to you guys and we've reached out to him and, like, we hear stuff in your audio. Cause we, have a lot. Like, yeah. So, there's a lot. But we don't talk about ghosts. We talk about, like, feminism, um, trauma, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, women's issues and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, Short little story, and you guys had a listener story that was similar. I had a miscarriage a couple of years ago. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, and so the thing I heard was um, the voice of a baby saying mama or oh mommy. My and oh my so gosh. It was so freaking creepy. Oh my gosh. Um, gosh. Girl. Wow. And it was like, it was okay. So I was like editing, heard that, and I was like, <gasps> fuck. I don't remember if you guys cuss or not. (laughs) Whatever, say whatever you want. I do. Okay. Okay. I say like (laughs) "cuculi bananas." Oh my god! Yeah, that's me and my host too. I'm like "f this, f that," and she's like "golly." (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, I heard that and I was like, "Oh Oh my god!" What the f? And I was like, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Had my husband. I was like, can you listen to this? Is that, because there was some chair scrapes and like random sounds. And I was like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. can you listen to this? Is this like a chair moving? What is that? Take that out, whatever. Didn't tell him anything. And he's like, uh. And he's like, (laughs) he's had a lot of creepy experiences. And he's like a big believer. I'm like. So in the group. (laughs) <laughs> our yeah. cult, join our cult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, um, that sounds like a child saying mom. Like, oh my I, gosh. Unprompted by me. Unprompted. Wow. Yeah. And we had in that episode, I'd been sharing my personal experience and like talking about it and just like healing through it and stuff. Um, and immediately, like I had like a second of like, oh my God, is like, you know, baby trying to communicate. But then made, like right afterwards, I was like, F no, this, sorry. <laughs> I Go was ahead, like, do Fuck it. But no, this shit sounds bad as F. Like, I'm deleting it right away. I'm deleting Aww. the original audio. We like Sage, we followed your <laughs> My Saging tutorial? Yes.
2: It's on Instagram we, if anyone wants Instagram. to know
1: how. Totally. We like followed the tutorial to Sage where we um record. Uh, staged our microphones like yeah. <laughs> I need to. Do we that. had a um, a blessed cross and like we there put that go. over the mic now when we do it because <laughs> I'm like no thank you yeah no oh, not I'm here oh my gosh Shout. I don't talk about you we don't talk about ghosts so I was like so I took a like a a podcast hiatus from you guys because I was like... <laughs> oh, sorry. just needed a break. <laughs> um, yeah. No, because I was like... A I lot of people do a that. Lot We of tend us. to haunt our listeners. So, <laughs> so no, but I listen, like, to a lot of different uh, paranormal podcasts. I was like, I'm going to take a little break. <laughs>
2: yeah. Aww. But, yeah,
1: that was my creepy wow
2: wow amazing
0: yeah. wow yeah thank you for sharing oh, yeah. you, you caught guys. an
2: evp is what you caught so many people try to catch evp yeah. this entire lives, and you didn't even intend to my and husband there he tries
1: all the time he's such a creep and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like here it is and i don't want it but it just it felt icky like yeah. it was like yeah. intuitively you ready, i knew yes. it was not yeah. good yeah yeah, yeah so that was scary
2: like, you got bad vibes so Probably. Probably. Yeah. We always scream Got, demon. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Demon! Demon! <laughs> yes.
2: So, yeah.
0: Well, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you everyone, right. for coming.
2: Thanks. Oh, well, should we do
0: our sign-off? Oh, yeah. We have a sign-off. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. If you guys don't know our podcast normally, we have some printouts of our show and where we you can stickers. find it. We have stickers. Come find us afterwards. We want to hang out and meet you guys and talk.
2: And we will... See you on the other side. Two girls, one ghost. Give it up. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you so much. They're going to stick around for a while. You guys can hang out.